Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And this is Dan Baer's interview with the director and writer for Totem, Lila Aviles. Welcome everyone to the Next Best Picture podcast where we are talking with Lila Aviles the director of the new film Totem. Lila, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Very excited to talk to you about this film. It is so different in tone and texture from your previous film, The Chambermaid, and both great films. But I'm wondering, what was the genesis of the story for this film about this young girl who is saying goodbye to her very sick father. Yes, it it comes from a really personal story. Mm. Uh, Yes, I I went through that path with my daughter, no? Uh, And uh, not my daughter, the dad of my daughter. (laughs) And uh, yes, uh, it was long time ago because now she's adolescent but i i wanted to do something special and uh, yes the uh, the film I think started super near and uh, what it's beautiful is like it starts to to play and and to go in different uh, ways and and you start like changing obviously and and playing a lot uh but the the seed is the same so yes uh, i i'm so happy that uh, as you were telling like chamber made was one thing and this totem it's totally differently i i love that you no know? because as a filmmaker it's not a matter for me with these two films it's not a matter of Lila's style, <laughs> but more the story, and I can change. You know, it's like for me that has been so wonderful with with this second. Not like to catch to be like um like the magician of the film. Like you're like uh, uh, guiding the story, and you're like to catch with a common sense to catch what's what the film needs more no and uh, uh i like that no like uh, this is more chaotic the camera goes <laughs> all the time no uh, with that fluidness and uh, it's more warm it has yes like a lot of characters but uh, yes i i will try to keep digging in that way, you know, like uh, first the story, then the, the director, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I wonder sometimes, you know, if directors pigeonhole themselves 
into telling certain kinds of stories or using certain kinds of a certain kind of style or if they kind of get pushed into it by outside forces sometimes what how do you feel about that i don't know i i think that uh yes i guess when you it's a matter of freedom no i i guess that when you have that uh, creative freedom as as director you you can do whatever you want no without dogma no it's like you can repeat yourself you cannot repeat yourself no it's a matter of playing and i think that's wonderful and i guess that sometimes when also as a spectator no because i i love to do films but i also love to watch films and i guess you can feel that sometimes when when it's a matter of freedom or not no you can taste it no like ah this is strange no yeah <laughs> I the director even it's changing i don't feel it no <laughs> very much so this film has it feels everything in it it just feels so natural like we're really just sort of almost spying on these people as they go about their daily lives was the script like was it very tightly scripted or did you give the actors more room to play and improvise and just be with each other in character i give a space uh, uh a lot of space uh, and also a lot of taking care no it's like way back and forth no obviously there are some scenes that uh, they were written like that and others I improvise and sometimes uh, it's better what you wrote but it was more alive <laughs> the other way and yes I think it's what I love also of working with people that I feel that you start becoming also like a family it's like everyone goes in the same path no like also because also as director it's not like you're you have the total truth of everything no obviously that human part that some days you're more <laughs> uh, vivid no like more into the film and uh, sometimes it's a matter of of playing a little bit to to discover what's the scene talking about and what is wonderful is that with this film that we made together the casting and Gabriela Cartol that she was the main actress in Chambermaid and me since I I we made the 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 casting I can cut I can feel that energy also of of the people that we were going to work no and and I I love that that it's obviously about working, but it's also that you become friends, no? And it's like, <laughs> it's all about the film, no? And I love that, that that moment of truth that they are so involved, that everyone is so in, in presence and so, uh, yes, like the characters, no? Like... The little ones, the both of the girls, yes, like 
the last day that we were filming, they were crying so much, no? And I love that because also filming can be super tough for a kid. Like, mm, this is cinema. Oh. <laughs> like, wonderful. <laughs> no, it looks better. But I wanted to do it like super playful. Uh, and uh, and I am happy with that path. Not that, that, that they really love the process. I'm so glad that you brought up the casting because I wanted to ask you what your process was for this. Since you know, since you're casting a very you know tight knit family, and it's a lot about the dynamic between people, and especially you know having to find a young actress to carry us through the whole film I, what, what was your approach in the casting process to try to find the right people for this yes i i i love casabetes no it's that thing that it's about yes that, that uh, wild spirit no and uh, and to catch that beautiful energy of of characters no and and uh, yes, we. I I I wanted to go like a samurai in my first day of filming, you know, like <laughs> totem girl. But <laughs> I was super tired because of all the casting process in pre-production. <laughs> I was like, no, the first day I was like death. <laughs> but I. Yes, when I have people, it's that freshness that returns to me. And it was hard at the casting, but uh, I'm super happy, you know, because when you write, it's easy, you know, like, oh, it's like this, it's like that. But to find the right people, it's it's difficult. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know how, <laughs> but... Uh, it came like the right people, no, like, uh, yes, Sol Naima Santias, no, the, it was the first time that she acted in her life, no, and... Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, it's, it's so wonderful, no, like, uh, yes, we, we catch each other. <laughs> Absolutely, it, she, Naima, is... So incredible it's just to watch her face, right? I, I imagine that when she walked into the room and you just saw her, it was kind of like, ah, uh, like, yeah, she's the, she's the one. <laughs> You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. And Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs. It's it's funny because her first casting it was not like 
like the E.T. film, no? I, I always like the E.T. casting, no? That it's it's so <laughs> unique, no? That she was not that kind of majestic <laughs> casting, you know? But in that first casting, she was obviously like playing as a kid, <laughs> not like interpreting a kid. But... I I start speaking a lot of different themes and I just love her mind and her heart. And from that moment, I, I, I understood that it was a matter of entering to cinema because she, she has that uh, unique world in, even in her small body, you know, it's, she she has knowledge but emotional knowledge you know like uh, yes and uh, and i'm super happy that i i i was not mistaken <laughs> yeah but, i don't know if there's a similar phrase for for you but in english there's the phrase that someone is wise beyond their years uh -huh. And that's what I see when I see her in, in this movie. I think that's what you're, I think that's kind of what you're describing. Yes. Yeah. So, nah, she has this, she loves to talk, you know, <laughs> and sometimes she's like, uh, she has that uh, beautiful thing that she can be also like, uh, like super mature, not like mm -hmm. uh, she can be talking with uh, grandparents, with, uh, children with babies she has that uh, flexibility and i love that <laughs> yeah she she does she's she's great I, I wanted to to ask and you know without giving spoilers for people who haven't seen the film yet but the climactic but not last shot in the film you sort of you hold on her face for and zoom in for what feels like an impossibly long time. And I'm curious, you know, like obviously just watching her is so fascinating and so emotional to watch her, but how did you know when to finally cut from that shot? <laughs> yes, I, I... I come also from theater and opera and, and I think it's a matter of, of feeling you know it's like <laughs> of music even I don't mm. use music you know <laughs> yes I think uh, it's it's something intern no I I love that process also uh, that your body tells you you know it's not uh, an intellectual part it's 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 deeper it's more animal thing you know it's like it's a feeling and and for me it's always about the feeling you no know? if i sometimes i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> the feeling guides me and mm -hmm. and i love that you no know? it's like it's almost instinctual Yes, it's like returning to that animal part. And I li like that. Not that obviously it's not like, oh, I'm going to do a film. 
No, you have been working a lot, years of your life. You have notebooks, you have a lot of knowledge. <laughs> but when you are filming, it's a matter of, of playing also and a matter of, yes, of, of returning to that animal. No, it's like an, an intuitive exercise. <laughs> yeah, very much so. We're coming up on about the end of our time together, but I wanted to ask just on the more fun side of questions. Um, you know, we were talking about, you know, you just mentioned like the inner sort of animalistic, you know, instinct, but one of the uh, through lines of the film is the soul and all these insects that she is becomes fascinated by and is always touching and leaving places what is your favorite insect mm, i guess bees bees <laughs> yes yes okay yes. and if you were invited to a party such as the one in this film what would you bring what sort of food would you bring for the for this kind of party? Mm, that's funny. Nice question. <laughs> I think I will bring, you know, I, I'm like the worst for those things. <laughs> also as a mom, like, yes, a cake will be totally the, the ugliest cake. <laughs> No, I think I will bring that kind of cake, not like okay. the one that it's like, uh, yes, that uh, it melted, not like the worst. <laughs> thing, but I will very clearly cake. made at home with love. Yes, and notes like, sorry, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the perfect thing to bring. <laughs> <laughs> Lila Viles, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you for the film. And yeah, uh, best of luck on your next project. Looking forward yeah. to seeing whatever you do next. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Dan Bear's interview with the director and writer for Totem, Lila Aviles, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Totem is the Mexican entry for Best International Feature Film at the 96th Academy Awards and is up for your consideration and will be released in theaters on January 26, 2024 after its qualifying run for this year's Academy Awards. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time.
Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.